Hey y'all, it's a podcast called Fresh. Hey, it's me, it's me, it's MAP, it's your boy Miles Amadeus Prower. He gets it more than the rest of you. He's better at this than you. Here again with another episode of a podcast called Fresh. I got somebody else here. I got my homie. I had to get my cuz to come help me out with this review. My cuz Hobbs, what's up? How we doing? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Lovely. I am honored to be here today. I really appreciate this. Most people exclude me from all the blurred information, you know, but you know, I'm here. Yeah, we we happy. We appreciate you being here and everything, you know, especially for this. Uh, I, when I read this kick ass, I was like, oh, I got to get her to read this. I was like, if I can get her to read this, I bet money she's going to love this. And uh, well, I guess we're talking about kick ass. Um, it's, it's a new kick ass for y'all who don't know. It's not the one with the dude, uh, the one before. It's a black chick. And it's a newer one. It's, uh, of course, by Mark Millar. It's uh, penciled by John Romita Jr. And uh, Digital Inks is by Peter was it Steigenwald and Letterer by John Workman? Mm. Um, this one is kind of dope. I think it's a, first of all, Kick-Ass is black, yes. which I think is awesome. Yes. And, and a black woman at that. So I think it's awesome. And of course, having you on here because, you know, you being a black woman lady. And awesome. Yes. Which, so it would be dope to have your opinion on this. Yeah. So I guess getting this started off, I think I like the beginning. I'm a sucker for uh, Tarantino to start show you something that happens, then it goes back and shows you working towards that. I thought that was really dope. I don't know. It's just for me, it's a few things that I genuinely love more than a work of fiction that's got some roots. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just like the character whose name is Patience. I think it's like Patience Lee. Just her whole thing is dope. Like, you know, she's a soldier or whatever. And just how her whole, it's very relatable. It's not like some old you don't care. Oh, I went over and did this. It's a very relatable story. It's like she went over there. She fought in the war. She had a plan. It was like, I go out here and get this money. My man stay home, take care of the kids. I come back, switch it up. She's trying to go to school, trying to better herself. Soon she comes back, dude leaves her, screws her over. She can't get any money. And the way they did it, and they pointed out if he would have done it, like broke up with her sooner, she could have did the proper steps. She could have got money. But because right, I, he just right, dipped and right. left her, she's just SOL. I- you know what I'm saying? Did you like the beginning or whatever? Like the, you know, how it started out? Yo, so yeah, I do like the tr- the flashback trip through memory lane. Like it started off with some action. You like, what happened? How we get here? Then it goes to a little backstory. Bloom, bling, bling. And it's very believable fight scenes. Very believable fight scenes. Of, even in her flashback to where she is now, how she became kick-ass. I'm like, yo, I, I, I can dig this because... With the little, blitz, the little platoon she had with her, you know, trying to get people all has hauled off overseas. Like, those are things that I've seen, not necessarily had the exact experience. But I was like, yo, from a, a military standpoint, this is very believable. I, I see this. It's not a lot of females out there. Uh, it's a lot of close quarter body movements. Like, you got to be real, real sharp yeah. thinking on your feet. And you always got, you know, one or two stories where the dude can't really handle it and he run off into the distance. Those are the stories you don't really hear. You always get the Dear John letters. You don't hear about them Dear Jane Johns. But this one, I like this. I like this. One thing that I thought was dope, that they had the scene where, like, she finds out her husband left or whatever. And they show her face and she's, like, fucked up. Yeah. And the next scene, her son's like, Mama, are we going to be okay? Straight back on it. Oh, man, we good. This and that. And I was just like, 
growing up, as you know, having been a black man, I've seen too many mothers do that shit. And it's just like, now that I'm a parent myself, I understand how much strength just that face turn takes mm-hmm. to go from just my whole shit is fucked up to like, hey, watch me lie to you and tell you everything is okay and you won't even know I'm lying to you. Right. And I thought that was dope that he put that shit in there because it's like, for me, a lot of like, I've, I've been lucky to grow up and know a lot of strong black women. And a lot of the women that I know, the things that they show is strong. It's not physical strength. Yeah, yeah. It's more like just like my my, oh, my mom or my grandma, a little five foot woman, screaming at everybody, keeping them in line, just playing mind games with motherfuckers and shit. And it's just that that little strength. I thought that junk was dope because it's like she was. It showed how vulnerable she was. But then also I liked again how they played to how um she keeps talking about child support, but mm-hmm. it's not a bitchy way about child support. And it's like I was talking to my wife. I have come from a broken home, so I know what that child support shit is like. And I also understand like a lot of dudes bitch and complain about it. But like I was there with my mom in those meetings and they're like, just give us a name. Mm-hmm. Just give us a name. We can do this and that. You help with the rent. Your son need this. Just give us a name. You know, and I like how she didn't really, her whole thing was like, I'm pissed at you because you put me in this situation. Mm-hmm. Besides that, I got to make this shit happen. Yeah. So her whole thing was like, I got to get this paper. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that was real dope. Or even how, like, how she thought. I thought, first of all, I thought it was dope how they made her a military person because everything was strategic. Mm-hmm. Even when she decided she had to knock over people, she was like, who's the best people to do it? I'm not, oh, oh, so I forget y'all. My bad. Her brother in law is like this nigga who's a gangster. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he he works at a club and shit. So, anyway, what happens is he ends up having to not, she kick ass, ends up knocking over some clubs and stuff. And she knocks him over and she beats the people's ass. Of course, it's believable. I like how, like, she's whooping people's asses, but it's nothing like crazy, ridiculous. Like, oh, she ripped that man's arm off. Like, yeah, she gets yeah. her ass whooped. Yeah. You know, she gets his a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's believable. It's like, yeah, you may be soldier, but you're fighting six men. Yeah. So it's like you're going to get hit at least once or twice. And I thought that was mad believable. And I like how they have like the underlying thing between patients and and her uh, brother-in-law is niggas versus black people. Mm. And it's like how she she has like the moral ground, you know what I'm saying? But it's like financially. Yeah. I got, I got this money. I provide like that. And even when she steals the money, and she, she's like, okay, I'm going to only take what I need. Yeah. Then I dollar more. And the rest I'm going to give out to people. And I also like, again, how she, she goes to school, which I thought was super dope today for, uh, they stressed that. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh yeah, this stuff is messed up. And you're thinking, oh, she's going to get caught up in a life of crime. Oh no, nigga, I'm still going to school. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It was a bomb. I want to interject that one, one, two Go points. Go ahead, jump in whenever you want to. Yeah. One, two points with this. So. The fact that she, you know, she out here being kick-ass, she taking the money, she giving part of her cut, part to the community. That's wonderful. Really commendable. I don't know exactly what year this set in, but her cut is a little low. I can say that off the off, yeah. off the jump. Like, come on now. I understand you don't want to, she want to keep herself humble, but her, her cut a little low. Also, with the schooling thing, I don't like how there is like she's she's just discharged there's no no back and forth with her uh veteran community you know what i mean like she mm-hmm. it's like hinted in in one issue where you know is one of her uh battle buddies like come and see her for a second like after she get out the diner but you know it's it's not really like 
oh, you know, this is back in the VA. We got all this going on. Because there's a lot of different things. I understand you're trying to really stress the kick-ass part of it. But with the military situation, that being her background, that being her MO for how she operates, how she set up the whole organization for the takeovers and whatnot. I still think it should be because that is, you know, that's a major part of her life. It should be more inclusive in there. The after, after you get out, like, okay, VA ain't this, VA ain't that or whatever. What the money she could have got for school, even though she could have got more had her husband come up front and been like, yo, this ain't going to work out. I can't, I can't switch roles now that you're out. You know what I mean? That, and I also feel they should have wrote in that she went over there and kicked his ass. You know, I feel like that should have been in there. To clarify, my bad. We we're only reviewing up from issue one to issue ten. I went like I think like one or two after that, mm. but we've basically mm. just covering one to ten. Ah. But yeah, I just wanted to make sure because people were like, "What? Are they? Yeah, which one is some more after that?" But that's that's just the point. And later on, she does call her husband, and I think um, even like you made a lot of good points. I can't disagree with anything you said. I just look at it like at least she didn't strip. Ooh, or at yeah. least she didn't do any demeaning yeah. stuff working up to being kick ass. Yeah, yeah. I think that like later on, I mean, they could have done a lot more stuff. I, I admit that they could have done a lot more, but just mm-hmm. the portrayal of her in general was dope to me. Yeah, yeah. Even you know how she just the whole thing was dope and how she went about it and was strategic and everything. Like I said, she didn't kill. She doesn't kill because she can't. She doesn't kill because she doesn't want to. She doesn't kill because it'll stop her from getting to the paper. Mm. So she's like, long as I don't kill people when I whoop these dudes' asses, even if they find out it's a chick, you're not going to tell anybody some small chick whooped your ass. That's true. You're going to try to handle it yourself. And then she was smart. She stole somebody else's car, Mm -hmm. left them like a couple Gs. So it's like that junk was dope. And I think that was probably the main thing they did. Because if it was anybody else, you couldn't just go into that shit and start whooping people's ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know it's kind of cliche and I feel bad saying this shit. But I think it's cool to have a tale of a single black woman portrayed how it is. Mm. And it's dope because it's like she ain't looking for no handouts. She ain't bitching. Yeah. She just like, all right, we got to get done. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I do like they show she was married and not just somebody's baby mama. I like that part. Like she really had a family unit. And he did. Yeah. That was straight. For real. And now they, they, I like how they show the build up into how she become kicks at, kick ass because it eventually, and I, that's the thing I hate how it's always cliche. Mm-hmm. But then it's messed up when they had the little boy. <laughs> he told, that joke was so bad. He said, my mom's new boyfriend doesn't like me in the house. So oh. I just kick around outside till he falls asleep. Yes, yes. Oh, that hurt. That hurt. And it hurt because you know there's a lot of real people out there like yes, that too. Yes, reading up to that. You you know, he's like, come on. I know you kick ass, but I know you about to do something with this. You got to go handle this. And that first time she pulled off, I was like, oh, man. But she still had old buddy on mono, and she came back with it. I was like, "That's yes. what I like. That's what I like." Because see, anything else, and I, and I, I just hate cliche shit. Mm-hmm. Anything else, they would have had her turn around mm-hmm. and go help him. But I like the fact that she never lost the fact, nigga. I'm a mom. Yeah, I got to get this paper. So that shit turned to let me kill this nigga real quick and get this paper. Yeah. Then go help little man out. I thought yeah. that junk was dope as hell because it would have been very unrealistic if she was like, fuck it, I'm just going to help this kid. Yeah, yeah. I like that. She ain't. They didn't soften her up too much. They still show her feminine side, but show that it's not a bird brain female. She still is very strategic, very logical, very, you know, she weighs pros and cons of each setup she has, has a back door out of each one of them if, she, if need be. 
So she's taking care of business first and then the emotions come in. She's not overwhelmed by her emotions. And even when some of her fight scenes, you're like, oh, she's outnumbered. She's like, she got snuck here. She wasn't expecting it. She's like, oh, I slipped up. It's automatic, yep. automatic, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <clears throat> accountability. Yeah, oh, automatic accountability you for, you know, her shortcomings. She's like, oh, I messed up. I should have known this. Oh, here I am. Let me assess this situation. Get herself out of here. And she's like, oh, especially, oh, <laughs> when they had her in the warehouse, 10 to 1, and she used dude as a meat cushion. That, I was like, you know what? If they could have written that any better, I would have paid somebody else. That was that was straight. I like that. Side note: This needs to be a fucking movie. I mean, you get I, off yes. the top of my head. Get to Taraji P Henson. There you go. Mm, you know what? I'm gonna disagree. I it should be a movie, but Taraji is that. not. I the said piece. that for commercial reasons, but I wouldn't pick up. I said that for commercial reasons. Who you got? Mm. So, if she was younger, no, you know what? Not even younger. I say Angela Bassett. I can see Angela Ooh. Bassett in this role. Very strong physique, very up in your face, but can pull it back. And you and she emotes well on screen. She should have had an Oscar by now. I feel like she could play this role. Who else? Who else am I thinking of? Mm, no, not her. She's she's really. You got to be somebody who can pull off. You got to pull off the action, too. That's the yeah. main thing. That's why I automatically thought Angela, because she yeah. has that physique for it. She is well like her her face is chiseled just enough to say I'm a soldier and she's already emoted being a mother, being overprotective. You can see that from I mean, any yep. film she has. And she's a very beautiful woman. She's believable in that part. I feel like she was believable. Yeah, yeah, she was. She would definitely, yeah. Use, yeah. Dang, I'm trying to think. It, shoot, I, it's going to come to me. I don't know. Let me, uh, another thing I think low key, well, maybe it's just me being biased, but I think the underlying message to this whole comic is black women are superheroes mm. or black mothers are superheroes. Definitely, definitely. I mean, she said it when she uh she kicked old dude ass in the backyard. He's like, who do you think you are? She's like, I'm a superhero. <laughs> Put a hood up and went on out the way. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and about that, when she went, she, she went back, let them explain this to him. They went back and she, the dude, because, you know, the little boy, his mama was like, the dude mm-hmm. wouldn't leave the house. And he was like, yeah, she broke my arm. So she went back and told dude, like, hey, meet me out back. I want to holler at you real quick for what? I don't want to put blood on this lady's floor, man. So meet me in the backyard. So he's like, what the hell is going on? He said, I, like, I hear you like to break people's arm, mm-hmm. hands when they don't listen to you. Well, how about this? I'm going to raise you want to break your whole arm. Yeah. She broke my bad stuff. I was like, if I got to come back, dog, it's going to be a problem. Get out of his house. And I thought that junk was ill. And that was another thing. They end these issues on some pretty decent, if not cliffhangers. Like, oh, yeah. shit moments. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Another thing I think is really dope. The dude who runs the criminal organization is not on some gangster shit. He's like this this cool, like, suburban black guy. You would never think he's the guy who runs shit, which I think is dope because it's totally playing against the stereotype of a black yeah. kingpin who, does, you know, drug dealer type dude. Like, I thought he's that a was true really capitalist. He's just in the wrong business for it to be acceptable socially he really is because everything he talks about yeah. is business ventures he's like yep they these are my investments these are my assets they were a liability like they're no longer bringing forth commerce to the company they had to be cut like yo he really is like a a shark he yeah, is a he bought that money. yeah all about bottom line he's like i'm the highest employer in the city and this is how they treat me i was like what 
do? You running drugs. You running guns. Is this what you're doing? But it is. It's a business. Good. It's like he's like Gus Fringe from um, Breaking Bad almost. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So 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 moving moving on, my man, who's the kingpin or whatever. His name is Hoops, and he got this guy name. I guess his name is like Valencia or whatever. And this dude is like, I like his style. They tell a story. He kills a guy for talking shit about his guy somewhere where nobody was there. He killed him off hearsay. This guy is so hard. He says he goes to prison every couple of years when he feels he's getting soft. I thought that would be your character. I just thought that was that was ill, dog. Dude looks like he had an acid bath and liked it. Like he is mentally deformed. My God. And I would say they did the movie get my man who played Darth Maul to play him. <laughs> well, whoever you get gotta have he gotta be a scrapper because this dude is a straight up scrapper, and I think it was a really dope scene they had. Well, my man Hoops was like, I'm going to uh, reward this dude for being a good, uh, it again goes back to how my man looks at, you know, treating this thing like a business. He's like, I'm going to reward him for being a good employee, find yeah. a cop who arrested him and get him so he can kill him. So yeah. long story short, some stuff happened. Kick ass gets there. Somebody tells her about it. So she thinks she's going to rob somebody because, you know, she's sticking these dudes up. Yeah. Finds out she's there and that's like the dude there. So he's like, okay, fuck it. I'll save the cop. My man Valencia comes in. Pisses me off because they have this whole thing. I'm a man of my word. Flip this quarter, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And if you get heads, you can go. I'm so mad. They actually sold me for like a half a second. And when I first read this, she was going to get up out of it. Yes. Got me too. Got me too. I was like, this dude is Oh, I was so mad. I was like, what? Yep. Killed it. Two seconds later. Like, (laughs) of course he's a sociopath. He was not going to let her go. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Man, it's just dope how, and I love this scene. She gets her ass straight whooped. Ooh. But it's dope how they show it while she's getting her ass whooped. She's assessing the situation. Yes. Yes. It's like stuff is in here. Someone's so like, blah, blah, punch to the face. There's a lot of fucking flammables in this bitch. Wow. <laughs> Someone's on this and that. So she's fighting. She's like, she knows she can't win. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm going to get my ass whooped. I might as well take a strategic ass whooping on the lay of the land while I'm getting beat up. Mm-hmm. So she's doing that. Then like it plays back to the dude who popped shit to her. He was like, yeah, we had to have this party. Funny as hell. And this is shit that I knew you was going to get. My man was like, yeah, I ain't even get helium. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when he said like, yeah, I didn't even get helium. I got the cheap shit. I think it was like hydrogen or some shit yeah. like that. <laughs> and I thought that was funny again, playing back to stupid niggas and people who know shit, common sense, anybody wouldn't have did that. What kind of deal was that? But anyway, I'm not even about to get into that shit. Right? I'm just you hydrogen, dude. <laughs> but she get her ass up, but she does it in such a way my man has a cigarette and it blows up all the fucking balloons in there. She gets fucked up. My man Valencia gets fucked up. Yeah. Everybody gets fucked up, but she still gets away. Yeah. Then within that shit, I think like her brother-in-law oh, yeah. gets caught in the explosion. And this, I think, was a really dope on some Breaking Bad plot twist shit. He get caught in this shit. So then also, again, how fucking how much of a G kick ass slash patience is, she takes it into her shit. She's doing the math. She's like, I have to get roughly so-and-so million dollars to help out the neighborhood, to pay off my tuition, mm-hmm. to cover my kids, to cover my rent, mm-hmm. and uh, provide for my sister, <laughs> and pay the bills for my piece of shit brother-in-law who's on life support, who I low-key wish would die because he knows who I really am. 
Mm-hmm. But then she still took care of him. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's some G shit. Yo, I'm not going to lie. If that was me, <laughs> I'd have pulled the plug before I walked out. Like, fuck, dude. Oh, nigga, I'd have tripped. Like, oops. <laughs> like, is this where I can charge my phone up? My bad. Yeah, bruh. Bruh, that, you know how much integrity you got to have in your heart from birth in order to be like, this my sister husband, so I don't want her hurt. Dude straight up tried to kill you. Like he ain't that disrespectful. You can't tell me he didn't know. <laughs> Come on. Before he got blew up, he knew that was her and he ain't stop it. Don't lie. Because voice recognition is too easy. Like I don't have to look at you to hear your voice and know that's you. He knew that was her. She talked too much. He let that happen. Yep, that that, that junk is crazy. So it's like, and I like how they made it really heavy handed. Like she won, but at what cost? Mm-hmm. And it's like how she legitimately loves her sister. Yeah. And you know, like you know, we was just saying, and you was just saying, like anybody else would have been like, dog, this is a this is a clean break. Yeah. And she'd have been crying like, oh shit, I buy you a car. Let's go, let's go. What kind of car you want? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How about you never have to pay rent again? Shh. <laughs> but I thought that was dope, and it's like, um, but it's like I know I keep saying it, but I like how she keeps bringing up that you know about her kids and stuff like that, and I like how it's not bitchy, it's not like nothing, you know. It's like she's eyes on the prize, and like I said later on, she went to school when she paid for that stuff, and she had took her daughter with her, yeah, to show her getting another. She's like, my mom's a superhero. Then also, because yeah. uh, we have to finish this up a little bit, because this this shit is like deep. But later on, long story short, we're gonna zip through this shit. They had right. this one scene which I love, which made me think about you, homie. <laughs> when they when they found out who she was. Yeah, yeah. They found out who she was. They came in her house. They got her daughter and shit. So this was ill. They get her in this warehouse and they say, All right, we're about to kill you. Cause basically, you know how it always works. They have to bring mm-hmm. in the big guys. So they bring in the big guns, they hurry up and track her down, which I thought was dope because in this day and age, it's hard as fuck to hide yeah. a secret identity. Especially with Google search and common sense and you got any information mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. zero in. But I thought it was dope. So they got her in this warehouse. They like basically, she was outgunned. It had to be like 10, 15 people. You outgunned. We got your daughter. Cause she was like, just let my daughter go. Oh no, she gonna die too. So as soon as they said that, and it's dope, you thinking she yeah. gonna give up or whatever. She says, fuck it. She escapes. Like she lines these niggas up in such a way that she knock a nigga out fall out the window, falls on this fat nigga, and you thinking, all right, she about to dip and try to come back. So they're like, oh, catch the bitch yeah. before she leaving. She come back on the first floor, dumping. Oh, you ain't got to look for me. <laughs> Here I go. Yeah, and it was so dope because it's like, she said it. She said exactly what I was thinking. She was like, all you people are the people who know who the fuck I am. Bet. And your boss is coming here, so I'm just going to have to kill all y'all and wait for his ass to get here and I thought that was on some true parent shit because if that, you know, not not even me, you know about my kids. You yes. got to go. You and anybody that look like you out. Straight killing it. That was my favorite issue. For no real. lie. I was like, oh, they didn't hand my girl up. He done reverse traced her using the burner phone because a mama called one too many times. Like, yeah. So they got her. She hemmed up. Bloop, 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 then snatched the baby. I was like, oh, oh she finna piece them up right now. But he took the baby, put her in a separate car, got her mm-hmm. to the warehouse, let the, let dude get one good punch in. <laughs> and she's like, all right, bet. This is what we finna do. So she, she playing it, assessing it, dude trying to, you know, 
trying to mind warper like oh this i bet you're thinking this right now but i'm letting mm-hmm. you know this is this is this is a surefire thing this has gonna go it's not it's not what you think it is like all right Mm-mm. no you're done yeah yes fat meat sandwich out the window i was like oh she get up mm. he wasn't as thick as he thought she was but she was she was cool stand up now i got to come back on everybody gonna think i'm running away I'm going to try to figure out, you know, how I'm going to get my baby back on the way back. Nah, they rushing down trying to catch her. And she up here, plow, 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 right up the steps. Y'all coming to me. Y'all done funneled in to exactly where I need y'all to be. Now all I got to do is make my way up. And oh boy, again, thinking he knows the situation, going to try to talk through it. Yo, you're not going to kill me. I got got your baby in my hand. It's one thing you don't know about me, sir. Plow, boom, done. That's it. That's it. We never quit. And you was out. Wrap up, baby girl. Tuck her in the corner. I know you scared because she went back right back into my mode. She about the business first, very strategic, very logical. Yep. Then the emotions come. I know you scared. I know you frightened. You seen all this stuff. I need you to be very quiet for me, baby. I need you to sit here. Be safe. Mama going to come back and get you after I take care of this business. Sets the whole right. situation. Everybody in there, like, what? What then went on? You know, they happy. They happy. Like, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and get this wrapped up. I've got some more business to take care of. Little do they know, patience yeah. has been very patient. Said it all. Security family took over the business. I need y'all to understand. So yes. that, that part was so dope. And I, I like that because it was like, like he was saying, she went into straight mommy mode. And everybody, like I said, it was just dope. She was just like, yeah, baby, everything's okay now. Listen, I need you to stay in this closet. No matter mm-hmm. what the hell you hear, don't come out or say shit. I'll be right back. Okay. And then when she got him, she's like, oh, no, no, y'all stay there. I need y'all. I'm not going to yes. say, well, this is an audition. There's like, for what? Oh, yeah. Because see, and I thought that was dope because killing all them people wasn't going to do everything. She was like, I, it took care of her both her problems. I need money mm-hmm. and I got to control the situation. She told them straight up, was like, well, listen. He don't help y'all. I got y'all back. And she straight smooth took over. And then she started, which I always thought was dope because anybody who knows anything, you're never going to stop crying. Even if you fucking said, I'm going to just get all the people who sell PCP. You're not going to stop all that shit. The only thing you can do is regulate that shit. And that's what she did. And I thought it was Mm -hmm. really dope. She didn't quit her job. She still worked at the diner. Still was doing all that shit. Another thing I think was dope when she was kick-ass and I thought it was cool because she was a black woman with all these white dudes. And then another thing, it showed how they were all bigger than her, yeah. presumably stronger than her. But every time shit got in question, she was like, how much money you need? Yeah. And it kind of showed you they were low-key beneath her mm-hmm. in that sense. Like, you know, we all, we'll follow anybody. You got money? Yeah. There you go. How much you need to fund a war? And it was dope because she just kept pushing everybody out. And she was like, I'm just going to fuck with everybody. And that's what the point we got to the end. She started fucking with the cartels. Ooh, yeah. And that's when that shit started getting real. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. That right there, I thought that was a slight misstep. But was not, I mean, how you can't avoid that situation, though? Because you already know it's going to be the local gangsters, the city hustlers. This is what we do. Stay getting it from somewhere. Somebody has a territory. Somebody's a made man somewhere. Eventually, they're going to bump heads. Come to that climax, and I'm like, yo, how's she going to handle this? And that's where I liked it, where she had that instant accountability for her missteps. Yep. 
They found they found got a got a dude found out where she at. Boom, misstep. Oh, now now my little lower rankers they around here. They little iffy. I know how to give them back money. How much you need? I need this done. I hit all his spots. Boom. She has set up the restaurant right. and with uh old boy's second in command. Bow stabbed in the hand. Misstep. Misstep. Yeah, she was feeling herself. Man, she was feeling herself. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I, I overstepped. I wasn't paying attention, thinking this dude was a psycho. Boom. Got out of that situation, though. Reassessed real quick. Got herself cool. Like, yo. It, it is, this is really good. And like what you were saying, it was about the accountability, back to when how they caught her up. Because what happened was she got, got fucked up. And she was mm-hmm. in MIA for a second. So that's when her mom was blowing the phone up. And then yeah, because yeah. of that, they was able to trace that shit back. And that's how she got caught up, just like in the same sense when she yeah. stabbed her in the hand. I thought that so shit was so dope. And it's like, they do it. They need to get Tarantino to do it because I like how he did in Kill Bill. How like the bride was whooping ass, but she still mm-hmm. was getting fucked up. It wasn't like, oh, I'm invincible. No, when she got hurt, she was hurt. And like when she stabbed her, when yeah. she got stabbed in the oh, hand, yeah. she was like, oh shit. And immediately started planning how to get out of that shit. And it was just, like you said, everything was accountability. What, no, like she took over, but she really didn't take over. Even then, she still had to show people she was whooping ass. And even then, on top of that, she still had to take care of her kids. Then it's funny because they have this underlying thing that the daughter who was, who was in the warehouse with her knows what she is. So she's mm-hmm. like, mommy's a superhero. She's like, nah, nah, I, I, I ain't no superhero, man. You need to cut that noise out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I think and for me, yeah. and I guess we're going to wrap this up for me. I would I would say, I would tell people to read it. I'm gonna hopefully we can do this again and finish the rest from I think it's like what eighteen or whatever. But I um, yeah, I would yeah, suggest yeah. it. You know I would tell people to check it out. Uh, what would you think? Yeah, I, I give it a nine point five. I give it a nine point five out of ten. I, I'd agree. I'd agree. And it's not too much stuff that impresses me, but this this was just dope. It was it was realistic enough. It wasn't yeah. real outlandish, and you know, and it's like that's why I say I know I I, I know I told her I said yeah. If you, if you can listen, if you read this and you get past two issues and you don't like it, I'll pay you. And she was like, <laughs> damn it, I like it. I was like, I told you. Because I knew this is right up because she ain't weak. It ain't nothing whack about it. And I just, and it's like, what, no, any other shit. Like, if they did a movie, I'm pretty sure they'd make, like, Tiffany Haddish her best friend. Mm. Oh, no, they should. <laughs> Tiffany should not be in here. There's, there's no sassy best friend in here. Unless they make Tiffany her sister. But then I can't even believe Tiffany would be like that emotionally hung up like that. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not there with Tiffany yet. No, I can't do it. But then you know they would do something. Yeah, Kimberly at least I can see her as a sister. Well shoot, uh, we're gonna have to wrap this up, try to get down here and tend to my children and whatnot. Thank you very much. Also, forgot, wanna make sure to give you your props. Thank you so much for my picture you sent me. Ah. <laughs> I, no put it in, I put it, I put it, I put it in the back bunker. It was a custom pic, it was a custom. Painting, so now I just have to pay the waiting game, and one day it'll be worth some money. Mm, yes, one of these days. <laughs> I won't be able. I won't be able to share the money with you, unfortunately. But mm. um, <laughs> nah, there's a family portrait. Get rid of it. It's an heirloom now. My kids, when upon my demise, someone stuck with that shit, and it has to be put up on a fireplace. It's part of they want to be in the wind. <laughs> I should have made it bigger if it was going to be put you on should've. the mantle. Really? I really. But uh, yeah. we're going to um, leave it right here. I'm going to uh, take a break right here. And we're going to come back to y'all. It's a podcast called Fresh. Be right back. <laughs> That's right, guys. 
good? My name's Quentin, and I'm the newest sponsor of a podcast called Fresh. I'm sure you're asking yourself, what did this brother do? I'm glad you're thinking that. I reduce the stress as well as provide good mental health to the community. That's right, your boy Q sells medical cannabis. And before you go judging, we live in Detroit, so it's legal here. I got Kush, OG, OG Kush, Diesel, Diesel Kush, Undertaker, Undertaker Kush, even some of that HBK too. We got that Trump Kush, you know that shit smells good good, but smokes like Reggie's. We got that Pokemon Kush for you niggas playing Sword and Shield. I even got the rare shiny Pokemon Kush too. So hit me up on Facebook or get my number from Miles. Thanks for your time. I'm Quentin. A podcast called Fresh. Hey! I think we uh, left off, I think, at issue 11 or 12, so we're picking off from there. And when we left off at uh, Kick-Ass, whose real name is Patience, had just got to the point where she pretty much was taking over Albuquerque, New Mexico. And she solidified herself as pretty much like the boss of that whole area. Her brother-in-law woke up, and then she started having problems with the cartels, from what I recall. Yeah, yeah. So I want to um, start this off. I know I always say this, and I always say I know I always say this, but this would be a great TV series. Not a movie, a TV series. Like, I love how much... How like stuff is left open so you can interpret it like you could do a good, easy five uh, episodes in a relationship between Patience and her sister alone. It's like so much stuff. like you could tell with some existing beef there or something. And just like how they had this one part where like, um, let me see. Hold on. Am I getting up? Nah, nah, I'm not getting it. So anyway, because they had this, we're going to be skipping around, you know, we had this one part where basically, you know, she, as we said before, her husband, her patience is kick asses sister her husband is a gangster he's the dude who knows her person you know who she really is and stuff so at the end of uh, the last part we he woke up and now in this one i guess he knows who she is and he's trying to extort her mm-hmm. i just thought it was really cool how like she's taking over and stuff and like soon as she got the grasp on stuff then her sister's like hey i need you to come up to the hospital he's woke so i don't know how'd, how'd you feel about that dun, dun, dun. so i bet she, her husband wakes up. He a whole asshole, right? She and Patience ain't like him from the jump, but her sister trying to act like she oblivious to the whole situation. And she might yeah. be, she might just be with the rose glasses because, you know, that's that's her husband and kid's father, whatever, whatever. But, yeah, definitely would be a great TV series because you can tell there's an underlying story between the relationship of her and her sister mm-hmm. and just trying to figure out why that tension is like why is her sister such a bird brain why is she out here just like flighty with it yeah yeah with the that cartel situation they after her and maurice just waking up it's like whoo like what what is she gonna do yeah it's coming at her from all sides it's another situation where she's like i'm in it this is going on, this is going on, this is going on. How can I get around this? You know, step by step, how am I face this, whatever, whatever. And that that started, that was like 11, 12 for the mm. issue. But the biggest thing coming into this, and I'm surprised you skipped over it. 
Oh no, go ahead. I'm letting I won't let you get your stuff in. Go ahead. Valencia's juggernaut. Nobody Oh yeah, we was called no, we was I was coming I was leading up to that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Valencia's juggernaut. Yeah, yeah. That that was not lost on me at all. I'm like, what? What is this? Also, I thought it was funny that little old patience got my man Valencia, who've been killing people forever. He gotta fight her in armor. <laughs> Straight up metal armor. <laughs> That's right. Dude was going to prison for fun when he thought he was getting solved. And now he got on this full <laughs> this full tank suit. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I just love that whole setup because like right before that, she found out because um, if y'all recall, she said, you know, she went up with my man, the number two, the lieutenant or whatever, my man from the cartels or whatever. Mm-hmm. He stabbed her hand. She found out where she lived, where dude lived at, ran up in the house. They scrapping and stuff. She ends up cutting my man's hand off and stuff. So yes. eventually she fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eventually she takes the fight to the cartel. And this is a dope thing. And I like it because she gets the drop on them. They low key get the drop on her. Mm-hmm. I love, this is another thing. I love how grounded this series is in reality. It's outlandish, but, it, but it's logical. Just like, damn, Siri, ain't nobody mm-hmm. talking to you. But it's like how when um when Valencia came back, he had the straight juggernaut armor on. They got the drop on her. And I love how. Just her mind works. She's instantly like, they got the drop on me. Somebody's going with mm-hmm. me. It's not a matter of if I'm going up. Somebody's going with me. She instantly pops my man whose hands, hands she cut off earlier. Pow. All right. The boss runs. Yeah. <laughs> she instantly does that. Like, <laughs> this dude going to beat my ass. But you, pow, your ass dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then another thing to her credit, she sits there and like a G, she tries to scrap my man. <laughs> and after like hitting him like four or five times, she's like, I'm going to break my arm. I got to stop this. And this is what I thought was really ill about this whole thing, how she beat him. While she was fighting, also, I thought it was dope that it's like she was fighting and she's like, you know what? I'm about to die. I'm just going to take this L. And then she thought about her kids and was like, nope, fuck that. Rolled up out the way. Dude threw her out the window, which I thought was really smart because she was in a lose-lose situation. And I was really hoping they wasn't going to have her do some ridiculous, like break his arm through the metal and stuff. But what she did was super smart. She let him rush her into the pool. When he rushed her, she mm-hmm. just swam up and left his ass down there to drown. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. That was so smart. Because you figure she's at the cartel's house. Obviously, he's going to live a life of luxury and lavishness. And he's going to have his luxurious ass pool in his backyard. What I don't understand is how Valencia gets so tunnel vision. That he don't be like, oh, let me stop for a second. But that's juggernaut business, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, that, and you gotta think he was feeling himself, so he probably wasn't even thinking yes. about the pool. He's just like, I'm gonna rush this broad, and she thinking, I just gotta make sure he gets lets go of me or I get out. You ain't getting up from the bottom of the pool in that. No, dead. He done took his helmet off and everything. Wow. Dead. And, and I love that. I love <laughs> she didn't go back to try to save him. She just left that as it was, and that's how mm. it was. And I love that. And then so. After that, she, you know, she chases my man who's heading the cartel or whatever, and they get the drop on her, of course. And this is the thing I always like. They stay getting the drop on her, but I like how she quickly, she's never the strongest person in the room. She might be the fastest Mm -hmm. person in the room, but she's always the smartest. She might be the second smartest, but she's always one of the smartest people in the room. And I like how instantly she came out the door. Their biggest mistake was not shooting her right then. They should have put a bullet in her fucking head right then. But when they talking, yeah. she looking, and the first thing she said, like, hey, I'll pay y'all. Y'all know I got the money. Soon as you see them look at each other, oh, it's done. You fucked up now. Yeah. You done messed up now. So my man said, forget it. The car- dude run the cartel. I'm going to kill him myself. This shit is mm-hmm. so dope. 
in the amount of time it took him to take the gun and point it, she picked up her gun and popped him in the head, killed his ass instantly. Then like a boss walked off and was like, I'll be in touch. Hell yeah. That was hilarious. That's another funny moment for me. Because you could see it. Like, why would you even, you? okay, you got the drop on her. You got your man right there. You're not going to instantly kill her when the head pops out or the little trap door. No, you're going to sit there and relish in the fact, knowing who she done took out. Obviously, she done took out your, your best dude, your, num- your second yeah. in command, and juggernaut. And now you're going to sit there and just go, try to gloat like, oh, yeah, I got you. This is what you're going to do. This is how it's going to go. She talking to your dude. She ain't even address you. She addressed your man. That's what I would have popped her. Well, you don't talk to me. Yeah. Oh, I'd have popped her right then. Listen, y'all, y'all know what I'm about. You know how much money I make. Shoot her ass. And then when she said that, like, yeah, I'll pay y'all. And y'all didn't say no. Oh, I'd have popped their ass and her ass. <laughs> yeah, everybody got to go. Everybody, Everybody got to go. go. So after this, that it starts. I like how they have it. And as you can tell from the beginning to now, she's getting better at like fighting crime and stuff. And I also like how as cool, like she's literally funding, funneling all her money into the community. But she doesn't mm-hmm. lose fact. She's like the Optimus Prime of, of street crime. The reason why I say that, I don't like superheroes or good guys, really. But Optimus Prime is like, I will kill a nigga who needs to be put down. That man's a rapist. There is no talking. I'll put him down in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like kick ass nose. Like I'm fighting people. Like they have a scene. She chopped my man in the throat when he ran past her. Yeah. Popped him in the head. It's it's no it's no confusion of what she's doing. She's like, no, I'm putting this is a war and I'm putting people down. Yeah. And I just thought that was that was really dope. And then when I saw that shit, when, uh, when she saw the people who killed him, and anybody who has an iota of street smarts knows that if Nick is trying to kill you, don't have fingerprints, you're in trouble, trouble, nigga. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> You were for real trouble. That's just, yeah, but I thought that was dope. And this whole part after here, I, I, I guess I'll let you set this up, get your opinion on when um she uh went to see Maurice in the hospital and uh she found out about the kids and stuff. Oh, my God. All right, so it, issue 13 for those who are keeping track right now. We, we just got done with 12. So she done knocked off the uh, cartel. She knocked off Juggernaut, a.k.a. Valencia. Maurice wakes up. She get the call from her sister after she been out ripping around these streets because she didn't take cartels down. So you got all these other folks popping up, trying to take over the territory. You know, they think it's it's fresh free game. She is tired. And still working at nine to five. Yeah, going still to keeping that cover up. Nine to five going to school. She she noticing these wolf tattoos. The Russians is moving in like they they trying to move in on the city. They think it's this right for the picking. She shows up at the hospital, Maurice, with his <laughs> recently deep fried self out of his coma, comes up showing. He's like, cut the shit. We, I know you know me. I know you know I know you. So she's like, all right, then what you want? What's going on? He trying to move in from his hospital bed. One thing I didn't like about this, besides what I'm about to get into, well, you know what? Let me just get into it. Let me get to it. Go ahead. Go she ahead. in there, right? Then her sister shows yeah. up and she's like, uh, where are my kids at? You supposed to be watching my kids. And she's like, mm-hmm. they at the house with Frankie, a.k.a. Debbie baby daddy slash ex-husband. He said it was okay. He said he talked to you. I thought you knew. Why, if you my blood sister, would that not have been an immediate phone call slash text if you couldn't get through with a voicemail that he showed up at your house 
or at my house. Why'd you answer the door? Yes. Dude is at the door. You look through the peephole. You look out a curtain or blinds or whatever. You see who it is knowing what happened, what I've been through. I ain't been getting no calls to check up on the kids. I ain't got no check to see about the kids. He done straight up left right after I came back from, I don't know how long deployment in the desert and dirt fighting people almost got killed. And you just going to let him sit here? Cause you want to get back up to this little raggedy bastard that's sitting in the hospital bed. Oh that's God. that's what I was saying. It's like, dude, I would have whooped her ass for not firing on his ass. He, like he off did. top, the shit that he put. This should have been on. It's gonna be on site for one of y'all, and that's the, like I'm an only child. But I'm thinking like, I don't think is that your sister. She should already know that shit. And it was yes. like, dog, that shit. And I'm mad. I'm really mad how invested and how pissed I was. Like those was my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Felt the same way. I wish, I wish somebody would have did this. Like, are you serious? You are not actually my family. You adopted. Obviously, it's something. Or we just been no, we couldn't even been friends long enough to translate over in the black community as a relative. Because none of my friends that translated over to, oh yeah, that's my cousin right there. That's my brother. That's my sister. None of them. None of them would have played that, bro. You'd have been outside on the porch until the cops came. You is not getting in this house. And you get oh, cussed no. out through the door. If I open the door, I'm cussing you out. You ain't passing this threshold, bro. How? Nah, if anything, I'm if anything, I'm coming out the back where you knocking in the front and beating your ass down with a bat. That's <laughs> <laughs> this is not going down. So ignorant. So ignorant. Right, well, let, let me ask you this before let me ask you this before you finish. Yeah. If you got, who do you hate more, Maurice or the, or the bullshit ex-husband? Ooh. You got one bullet, you got to put one of them down. Mm. Which one? I got one bullet. I'm making them stand in front of each other, shooting them Nazi style. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> I, I, I would only say the reason why I would pick the dad over Maurice Maurice was doing what the hell he was doing before this shit started. He's the most realest nigga in the equation as far as that. Yeah. The father, he had nothing. Like, if he came back paid, then maybe he could have been. Even then, it wouldn't have been. He just came back like, yeah. Also, I want to say, I, I love, I want a shirt of her punching him in the face. Yes. <laughs> That's in my happy place now, dog. Yes. That's what her sister should have did. Yes. Definitely. And spit on him. Like, are you serious? Then my man said, I'm going to call the lawyer. She said, go ahead. I'm looking forward to that shit. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for it. She sucked him so hard. Mm. The only problem I saw with that was that the kid, they showed a little scene. The kids see them, and they looking sad in the window. I was like, oh, not the babies. God damn. But that made it real, and it's like, and that's that's the collateral damage stuff, because you know mm. how they, most kids don't ever know. Like, dad was being a dick that day. It's not like, dang, did you? Did you have to do that? Yeah. When you get older, I'll tell you the whole story. You won't know that shit, mm-hmm. you know? And I thought that was real. And I also like how it's just like, she can't, Kick-Ass cannot catch a break. Not even. For shit. I love it. And then also, side note, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm leery about her, uh, a man from the military, her homie. He keep popping up. I don't know what he going to play. And I kept thinking, like, I hope he not like an assassin. Right, cool. Or he going to come up and, like, knife her up or something. Because I was worried because this nigga just keep randomly popping up. Mm-hmm. And also, I thought it was weird that as a parent, I can say, and I'm sure you can relate, there's people I would die for that I would not let watch my kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that was odd that she like, hey. Even though I'm like, I, I we've been in the war together and I ain't seen you in um TV years, watch my kids. 
Like that nigga can still be a pedophile. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just, nah, I wouldn't have you watch. I'd have sooner got, put them in a hotel and just left them there mm. opposed to having this nigga watch my kids. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, that, that's definitely interesting. That is, yeah, I was like, because the way they pan on him is like, you don't know what he's up to. Is he malicious? Did somebody hire him to tag her? Like, is he on investigation? Like, what is he doing? But then, because he did try to kiss her. He did. He did. So you, it's just of a, a puppy love kind of thing. That's what that is. Because my man got a, can- a whole cane, so he can't be that much of an assassin in his condition. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, 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 yeah. You're right. But uh, what was doing? So anyway, after all that, I guess like she eventually, um, these girls end up joining the ranks. So she has soldiers. like a de- uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like a deadly viper assassination squad from Kill Bill, if if, if you will. Yeah. And I think it's dope. They're funneling the money through the hood. And also the cartel is really starting to close in. Mm. I thought it was funny that how do you stop a kick-ass black woman? You get a crazy-ass Mexican woman assassin. Yeah, Machete Mama. That's what I call her. <laughs> yeah, Machete, her name was Rosa Machete Mama. And it's just, yeah, she's, they had this scene where she's batshit crazy talking to these people. And then you realize it pans back and it looks like she's talking to people on their knees. But it's all these guys with their heads cut off, which again, I thought was dope. I don't know if it was just me. I would see... um it was like Rosario Dawson mm-hmm. playing her if they did this in a movie or something. And it's like her character, I could just see them playing that because like she uses machetes. Yeah. And like you were saying, like she's she straight like Danny Trejo, but a chick. And it's like really dope. So anyway, she did. They did all that. And she's trying to find a way to funnel through this stuff. She's fighting the cartel and the Russians, really. Mm-hmm. And they're pushing it and the cartel and they're pushing in. And Maurice's punk ass, who I, I, I was every time I see him, I'm just like, just kill him. I would blow up that hospital room just to take his ass out. Like for real. And so he's extorting her ass. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I like how um, she did it. And also, I also thought it was pretty cool that like throughout the rest of this series, Patience, AKA kick ass does not talk to her sister. Yes. (laughs) She doesn't fuck with her for the rest of this series. I think that shit is real as hell. Um, And even when the kids is like, well, we want to go spin. I don't know. We'll, we'll see about that mm -hmm. shit. But, Right now, we're not. And that's another thing that pissed me off because, um, you know, Maurice, the brother-in-law, is hitting her up now. He's he's basically, and I, th- I puked it when he fucked up, when he thought he had her by the balls. And he was like, yeah, I want this money. Give me this money. Do this. Then he's like, yeah, I want you to um make nice with your sister for me. She like, nah, I don't know about that. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, I'm not asking you. I'm telling your ass. <laughs> So she walks out and she was pissed and I'm mad because I'm living through her ass and I'm heated (laughs) about this shit. Like I'm invested in this shit. So while she's doing this, she's trying to take out the cartels. They're fucking her up. They found out where she's at. So she decides, all right, fuck it. I'm about to take the fight to them. Another thing I keep saying, every time they get the drop on kick ass and it's dope because you could tell from the beginning to later. And of course you guys please buy this shit. Check it out. It's really dope. Mm -hmm. She becomes more badass. As the story goes on, like at first you were like, you didn't get to drop on her. She'd be scared. Like, so she followed, she thought she was tracking this guy down. Mm-hmm. She comes in the building. It's a dude sitting in a chair. They got him tied up. And they're like, oh shit. So her, her girls come in through the one door. So as they come in, the dude's on the side of the door. It's like, we got the drop on you. I got my boss on the phone, blah, 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 blah. So he said what he got to say. And she was like, all right, we done playing. They was like, what you mean? All right, girls. They jump in. First of all, they scream hoorah. Yeah. And then they... <laughs> She just trained them. Go, oh my God. Yeah, she, she just straight trained them. They like, hoorah, bop. And it was so dope because it's like, when that happens, it's like, I always thought that when there's when it's a standoff like that, it's basically about who's going to shoot first. Yeah. And it was like four of them and like two or three of them. She's like, fuck it. 
Then she shot all them and told them, no, you hear that? Your boys is dead. We coming for your ass next. Then it had the point when um one of her girl they had to um one of her girls got shot like in the little altercation yeah. and stuff and this really I thought was really ill. Mm. I thought it was dope because it wasn't on some soft oh my god and she handled it like a fucking G and it's like she was like damn hey this is the consequence of fucking with me of course you get paid but then niggas die yeah. so I hate to say this hurry up and go bury her in the desert get yourself together I'm about to go handle this stuff. Then her girls, who are dope as hell, hey, do you need some help after we're done burying my friend who just died two minutes ago? Nah, I'm good. I thought that was so sweet. Nobody wasn't shook. And it was more funny to me because it's like the women was doing more of the work than the men were. Yes, way more loyal. Yeah, yeah, they were way more like, like you can see with the men, like the women, and it was dope. The women are the, who, I don't know, we didn't say it earlier, but she saved them from like some fucking sex trafficking shit earlier in the series Mm -hmm. so they came back like you saved us we got your back and out of everybody who she was working with they were like the only ones she didn't have to pay Mm, that's true it's true yeah she didn't have to pay them at all like they were doing it for the love they was like you know we want to funnel this shit out and get this shit going and they came up with the ways for her to distribute the money throughout the community better yeah yeah so i thought that was really dope and then i was kind of disappointed in the first meeting between rosa and kick-ass but I think that just probably showed how far she came. And plus she had like a fucking automatic. And I don't I don't care who the fuck you are. Niggas dumping on you with some shit like that. You're I don't care you're not gonna be able to uh do nothing about that. And they fought and it was pretty cool. Yeah. But I thought it was gonna be more so. But it pay, it probably paved the way more so for the fight they had later mm-hmm. on. So anyway, the whole thing is like it's a lot of shit. It's like breaking bad. It's literally like breaking bad because she uh kick ass is putting the pressure on all the guests. She's like pretty much she owns New Mexico, damn near. Mm. And like she's pushing everybody else. So the cartels are trying to come in and Russians are trying to come in. So while they're trying to figure out what to do with her, and it's so dope because it's realistic, they're taking her very lightly because she's a woman. Yep. So it is like everybody who goes to do something, they get her like, oh, this woman and blow and she'll blow your ass up. <laughs> so she didn't kill all the major crime family and she's fucking them up because what she's doing is she'll, she'll kill you, kill your people, take your drugs, get rid of your gun, drugs, and just take the money. So she's like, she's she's killing your business and killing your men. Yeah. So it's like they, she had, they have to kill her. So they're having this meeting about what to do about her, which I thought was a dope scene. <laughs> and I was like, you know, after we kill her, what happens? So my man was like, well, shit, everything go back to the way it was. Yeah. Nah, I'm not feeling that, man. So the Russians make a power play on everybody and pretty much blows up this room with everybody and takes over, which is dope. This paves the way for what happens later on. Mm. So now instead of taking care of all these extra people, Kick-Ass just has to take care of these Russian cartel, which is these two brothers. Yeah. And it, oh man, I love how she was, um, how she did that though. They had, and also I thought they had another scene where she was fighting and um, Kick-Ass got hurt and it was so, I don't say this often about female characters, but it was some of the most mannish shit I've ever seen. It was like, you're bleeding. Oh, I am? Man, all right. Well, let's just move this shit. No girls like, I can stitch you up and know a place we can stay at. It's so dope. They didn't have anything to fucking kill the pain. So she's just drinking straight, which I'm assuming is a uh, Jack Daniels or some kind of brown liquor. Yeah, some kind of bourbon. She was in there. <laughs> yeah, bourbon. She, she got her stitched up and she was like, all right, I'm ready to go. I thought it was ill how she was a G about it. But when the girl wasn't looking, she was squeamish as hell about getting them fucking stitches. And it was just a real thing. It's like she's she's strong as hell as a mother. Mm-hmm. She's strong as hell as a sister. She's strong as hell as just a black woman as far as kick ass. But when it came time to get the stitches and shit, she's like, oh, oh, but that's real. It just makes a real person out of her. It's like, you know, like when you watch Dragon Ball Z and Goku's fighting people and then 
fucking dodges a star and stubs his toe and starts screaming. Yeah. It's just some real, it's, it's some real, you know, I thought that shit was real as hell. Uh, let me see. What else? Where we at? Oh, yeah. Uh, we at 17 right dog. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll tell you this. That They had a dream sequence. Oh, my God, it fucked me up. She was, uh, she was, she was, had this thing where she was in the house playing board games with her kid and shit to like Maurice and them kick open the door and they grab them and get the kids and it's like oh shit and it's funny because it's like most times people have dreams when they wake up the reality is nowhere near as bad as the dream or nowhere near as bad at all Mm -hmm. but her reality is that I fell asleep in class while not taking notes on class but taking notes about the most efficient way to kill the cartel and the Russian mafia. Then she wakes up and (laughs) and the the teacher's like, what are you doing? She's like, taking notes. Those don't look like any notes I've ever seen. (laughs) He don't know how close to death he just came. You gonna try to snatch her notebook. She got assassin written in the notebook. (laughs) Yeah, literally assassin. They're like cartel, assassin, and then the Russians. And I thought it was just so dope. It showed how like her life. And it's like, you have to think about how much pressure that she's doing double shifts at the diner running a drug enterprise, being a mother, and going to school full-time. I know people who couldn't do two of those things. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. She was out here hustling. And she, I mean, it, and it shows in the episode. She was like, yo, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like, I'm not getting that much sleep. I got to make sure I go to work. I got to keep up appearances at school. I got to handle these folks moving in. And that's before she moved on the offensive, before she started having the Yeah, and that's what I was just about to say. Yeah. It was, it was the perfect storm to her saying, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And then, so like you say, she went on the offensive and she's just taking out all these people. And it's like, man, they had one of these scenes. I thought when they killed the Russians in the strip club, <laughs> and I thought it was ill. Like, who do, Oh, go ahead. What you got to say? Oh, no, no. That's what I was, was going to get on. So go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, I thought it was ill. Like, you know, it showed... It wasn't corny, but it was dope how she was like, yeah, no, kill everybody, but try not to shoot the strippers. Mm-hmm. I thought that was ill. Like, hey, they, they don't got nothing to do, but don't get it twisted. No, kill everybody, <laughs> but try, try, don't just try not to kill the strip. I thought that was ill as hell. How she went in and again, it, you know, they, they're underestimating her. She go in by herself. So yeah, uh, I need y'all to get up. I need y'all to leave here. They're like, oh, who the fuck is you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, I got the place surrounded. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. They said, cut the, you know what? Turn the music back on. The music ain't come back on. It's so funny. One of the brothers was like, yo, I think we need to get the fuck up out of here, dog. You scared of this bitch, man? <laughs> and that's when she was like, you know what? Fuck it. Kill them all. Shoot everybody. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll let you explain. I know, I know you. And I know you love this part. How she set the motherfuckers up in the bathroom. <laughs> So they done ran through this strip club from this hail of bullets from the sister soldiers after the, all this macho talk. Like, oh, man, you scared of her. It's like, nah, man. So they don't hear nothing. Like, where's she at? You know, maybe she maybe she didn't get off during this situation. It was like, nah, she ain't there. Kaplow! Coming through like she always do yeah. with the sneak attack in the window. Shoots the brothers from behind. Blah, blah, blah. One brother down, dead. And she's like, yo, your, your brother dead. But but the the thing about it was one was actually dead. The other one was playing like he was hit because he even got some body shit on. So she was like, all right, yeah, we, we got everything. Let's, let's get on out of here. It's a good day of work, you know. Let's go back to child record schedule business. So then the survivor brother gets up only to be met by Machete Mama. He's like, yeah, 
he was never very lucky. You know, your brother dead. And it's like, this ain't what we agreed to, bro. You said I could kill kick ass. She was mad. She wasn't like, oh, what way to get over? Like, no, she was like offended. Like they owed the money. You said you could kill her. I'm not even talking about the fact she got the drop on you. You didn't kill her. Yeah. She was pissed. It's like the agreement was I was going to kill her. Or you was going to kill her. I didn't want your money. I don't want your territory. When I get done here, I'm going back to the house. So you telling me yeah. you didn't get this done and you didn't call me in here? Oh, now you got to go. <laughs> Sink head on the floor. And she's like, now I got to take Ooh. care of this shit myself. Then the messed up part is right after that, she can serve with papers. Because her man is trying to get custody of the kids. Yes. It's like, what? So, and that's how they end it. Yeah. That's oh. On a regular note. Like, he really came back with these these court papers. Yeah. Where you been? You didn't want them. You wanted that raggedy heifer that you was with. Heck yeah. I want to know what the fuck happened with that shit. And this shit, that was the, that was the end of the issue. So the next issue, man, it's, 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 it's hitting a fever pitch. And it's so dope because so basically... My man Maurice is trying to make a power, uh, trying to make a power move or whatever. So he talks to old girl because like he in the bed in the hospital, you mm-hmm. know. So you thinking, all right, you thinking as you reading it, he talking to kick ass. Yeah. Like, I see you in there. I know you there. Come on out. And you know, I'm pretty sure you thinking like I'm thinking she about to kill this nigga. Yes, kill this nigga. <laughs> then Rosa, aka Machete Mama, come out like what you want. He was like, man, just make me the ball. And I hate the fact that it's like, I'm not even mad that he's making a power play. I'm mad he's fucking quarterbacking from his hospital bed mm. on some whole shit. And that nigga wasn't even a boss to begin with. That nigga was a low-level flunky yes. to begin with. And this nigga's trying to make a power play. But that's cool. And so he trying to make So he told her, I will give you kick ass. Just give me this money and stuff. Mm-hmm. So long story short, she got, she pays, she keeps her money. It's how much money she got, y'all. She keeps it in a storage, like a storage place. Like she got a storage space, which is just filled with money. So every couple of days she go put a dog, get a whole bunch of trash, buy a trash bag full of money. And she did. So they was about to go out and make a move on the Russians or whatever. Then she got the call from our detective from Maurice. And she like, all right, we gone. Also, she squatted up. So they like, we about to make this stop real quick. So they stop and get the money when they get there. A Mexican uh, assassin, Rosa there. So they start scrapping. Then she tells her why they're scrapping. Oh, yeah, I went to visit your people by the truck that you left before you got here. And I had a talk with them, a.k.a. I killed everybody. Yeah, your whole squad is dead, yo. <laughs> whole squad is dead. So they fighting and stuff. And then, like, she's pissed because she realizes Maurice fucking sold her out. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't even for that nigga's advantage because it would have been his best interest to let her handle everything if you're trying to play smart and not be a dick. Let her handle everything, and then you just slide in. And I'd have been like, "Let me be your number two. I'd have said, "Just give me money off the strip. I'm taking care of your sister." Yeah, that'd have been the smart thing to do. But this nigga is why I'm saying he's a dick because he's like, "Oh, I want you to do all the work." And I guess if y'all want to make them TV shows, it's a hard ass, dope feminist angle. This guy's doing jack shit, literally benefiting off the work of his woman mm-hmm. and his sister in law. So anyway, it's after crazy, that, because yeah. from the beginning, when after he got burned up, she still took care of her sister and her sister kids. Like yeah. her, like Maurice's supposedly legit company came through and sent them some money so they can get over, took over the hospital, care of the hospital bills and all that. And he come up on some straight whole garbage, straight whole garbage. She paid your rent, your bills, fed your kids, paid your hospital bills. Put gas in your car. Yes. 
Now, anybody else, like I dog, I that would have been me. I would have killed his ass and cast my sister the fuck out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For real. And what happened? Lord works in mysterious ways. Here, take these car keys. Yeah. And that's just another thing. And it's just, he didn't even one second wasn't even grateful for that. This nigga's whole thing. And it's not just showing that he's just, oh, men are jerks. This nigga's just a dick because he doesn't stand for anything. No. You're not even trying to make a power move. You're just being a dick for the sake of being a dick with no actual purpose involved. Mm-mm. So he sets her up. That's the one thing I love that while she's fighting Olga Rosa, Rosa kills everybody. And she's about to get the drop on kick because she pulls a gun out like, yeah, bitch, I got a gun, too. One of her, one of her girls, one of Kickass's girls, who was supposed to have been dead, pulls out a gun and pops her ass, pops the assassin. Mm-hmm. And another thing I thought was dope, right before Rosa died, was like, "Please don't, no." For any second, you think, "Oh, Kickass is going to be nice. That's somebody's mama." Mm-hmm. No, son, she hasn't cut her head off. She fucking puts the machete straight through the middle of her skull <laughs> yeah. and leaves it there. You could have walked away. <laughs> and I feel her on that. Like that's what you tell your kids. You could have stopped. Mm-hmm. But you didn't. And this is what the fuck happens. And I love that. You know, and then after that, which I thought was so dope, something that you and I both know was coming for a long time. And I'll let you set this shit up. Go ahead. That's all you. Yes, yes, yes. So after Machete Mama gets the slinks right through the skull buckets, she goes to see my old girl who still had a little bit of consciousness, like, hold on, you know, I'm going to get some help for you. And she's like, nah, you saved us already. And she just fades off in the distance. Her next immediate move is kick ass is to go visit Maurice in the hospital. She ain't even wiped not nam stain of blood off her costume straight in the hospital in his room. He sleep. That's how you know it's real. Yes. He sleep. <laughs> She come take the pillow gently from behind his head. He wake up like, what? Who? Who's this? What's going on? And she smothers his ass, smothers him like gravy on biscuits. Smothers him <laughs> like grandma boobies in the summer. Come give me the tug at the reunion. He is out. He is gone. And then she just, she don't even put the pillow back. She just, it's on the floor. His face is gone. He tried to scratch at her face. It ain't happening. She just, uh, doop, 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 doop. And then yeah, I, I like how she waited till the eye contact was made. Like like Chris Tucker in Russia, the first rush hour when he made sure that man saw his eyes and he slapped him. It was literally like that. Like she held the pillow and he looked up. What's that? And smuffocate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mari snuffed out at the hospital bed. Then she just trollalized on out with the this motherfucker face. Like she st- she gave him a mercy killing. If if anything, she gave him a mercy killing. Yeah, and that was far better. And we're not even about to go into how he's a dick to her sister. We're just saying off of principle. That's just off of just the shit he did his business wise. That was a far better. He deserved at least a pillow over the face and a bullet in the face. Yes. Or something like that. You know, you don't know. No, he should have been not. Nah. But that she did what she had to do. And I thought that was dope. And I also thought it was ill that. Like, at that point, I'm like, I get the whole being the bigger person thing. Like, she's better than me. I wouldn't have did half of that shit. But at that point, a lot of good people died. I'm like, he's got to go. And when I saw that saying she went to the hospital, I'm like, yes, kill that nigga. Yes. And then after this, I think it was just, I hate that this this whole series ended so good. And it's like, now I want more. Mm. And what happened was. So at the end, she pretty much takes over. She 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 she, she fucking got Albert Kirky on lock, and it's saying on the news this and that. There's a new kick ass, 
blah, 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 this and that. There's a whole bunch of fucking like, uh, uh, you know, news, you know, news coverage and shit of it. So then it pans back and it shows Hit Girl watching the news, like, oh, the new kick ass is probably running, doing this and running drugs in Albuquerque. And it ends with her saying, all right, looks like I got to take a trip back home. So basically it's setting up Hit Girl versus kick ass, which be fucking a, it's a movie in itself. Yes, I would pay for that one. I would so pay. And it's so dope because it's like Kick-Ass really isn't a villain. She's only killing killers. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, she, she employed some girls who were fucking sex trafficked. She's paying to help immigrants. She's doing more for the people of fucking Albuquerque than the fucking government is. Yes. Putting money in charities, putting money back in the communities. She ain't being greedy and she's still hustling for her personal gain. She's still working shifts, doubles at... These little mediocre waitress jobs. She's still going to school trying to take care of a kid. Oh, and that's another thing I thought was so dope. Like, and when y'all read this, y'all feel the same way you feel like the panic when she saw her sister. And it was so funny because it's like, as I'm reading this, I'm thinking what she's saying. And I see like, where the fuck the kids at? Mm-hmm. Who watching the kids? And she's like, oh, I, I'm so sorry. And it's like, and this is like, I think this was right after they had this dream sequence. Or was it before? Around when they had the dream and stuff. She's always having these dreams of something happening to her, you know? Yeah. And so, like, right after all that, I thought it was so dope that, like, after all, after all that shit, it's still something else. It's like, all right, you got served with these papers. That's what I meant to say. Even when she's doing her fucking criminal shit, she's, do, she's doing foul shit good. Like, she's giving money different ways. Like, if a church won't take it online, I'll leave that shit in a little envelope on the fucking steps. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she's doing everything. You say, even working, that's what I meant to say, even working the shifts. And that's what I meant. And after the whole thing with the uh, beating her uh, baby daddy's ass and all that stuff, after that, she's holding the kids, explaining to the kids, which again, going back to the other review we did today, how quick it is. And as a parent, you know, you have to, you can't let them know what the fuck is going on. Godzilla could be outside fighting Rodan. You have to tell them niggas like, hey, how about we wrestle? You want to do this? Let's sing really, really loud. And it was just so dope that she talked to the kids like, I like daddy and this and that. Oh, this and that. Then she remember, oh shit, I have to go to work. Superheroes don't, heroes don't do that shit. She had a fucking shift to cover. Yeah. Then it wasn't like, oh, fuck this shift. I'm not going to go. No. Hey, mom, can you watch my kids? I have to get this paper. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the ill, but I guess we're going to have to wrap this up. So I would say on my end, I would definitely, and I'm sure we probably said the last time, definitely I would um say you have to read this, buy it. You know, if you listen to this, check it out. It's a really good comic. I love it. I think as far as the whole kind of like the whole female femme fatale, whatever you want to say. I think it's a really good twist on it. It's not, not like I said, we talk, it's very realistic and all that shit. And even just being a mother, they really don't actually have mothers putting people the fuck down, you know? And it's like, even when they had the part when she had to steal the money and shit. All right, check it out, man. We recorded this. I am just now finishing mixing this up as you're hearing this. And I am just realizing that we lost the end of the episode. I'm not going to blame anybody for anything about the website we use. It was really great. I appreciated them. Things happen. The quality of this has changed. I'm pretty sure it has. I am recording this on my phone. It's a last-ditch effort to try to get this out. Um, basically, what I was talking about was the comic book was really cool. I liked how they did it and how they pl- painted Patience, a.k.a. Kick-Ass, and the light they did. And it was really cool and fair and balanced. We like it. I want to thank um new co-host, you know, Kay Hobbs. Appreciate her being here, and uh, we got some more stuff coming up, and we thank you all for rocking with us. As always, remember, you live here, but you do not have to exist here. Find a comic book, a manga, anime, cartoon, a book, anything. Put your mind there. You know, don't stress out.
as I always say, I'm never mentally ill. <laughs> but anyway, yo, it's your boy Miles. I'm a Dez Brower. Thank y'all for listening. Blurred up. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. This has been a Hyphen Podcast Network production. They're the bestest. I'm getting paid at exposure. Bye.